You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, everyone. This is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery, and today I'm going to share with you seven millionaire habits that have changed my life. Now, the habits of what I'm going to share with you are some of the most important habits that I've learned and identified over studying success and other millionaires for the last 18 years of my life. Some of you might know my story when I was young growing up, didn't have any money. My parents didn't have any money. Uh, My parents unfortunately went through a bankruptcy. Uh, I saw the turmoil and the challenges that my family faced as a result of that. They ended up going through a divorce. It was very challenging, very painful for me growing up, but I linked in my mind that not having money equaled pain. And by creating that belief in my mind, I decided that when I was in my 20s, I was going to do whatever it took to figure out how to become a millionaire. And so I went on this journey for 18 years of studying success, reading hundreds of books and finding millionaires and learning from them, spending time with them, everything I possibly could do to learn as much as I could because I believe one of the best and the easiest ways to create success and to become a millionaire is to study success study people that are millionaires because people that are millionaires, they're not lucky. There are specific things that they're doing, whether they're conscious of it or not, that they're doing every single day. Habits, routines, rituals, mindsets, belief systems, certain disciplines that they're cultivating every single day 
that over a period of time equates to the results that they're creating in their life. And so I realized that I need to read books and study other millionaires. I need to get around them. I need to find out what are the common denominators that they're doing that if I apply that to myself and my life, then I can create a similar result. What one man or woman can do, another man or woman can do. So if you want to become a millionaire, the best, the easiest, the fastest way to do that is to study and model other millionaires. And so I'm going to save you some time here today and share with you guys some of the most important habits. These are seven of them, although there are a lot more that I can share with you and I have talked about on my YouTube channel, my podcast. But I want to share with you some of the most important ones that have made the biggest impact in my life. You know, ever since I got into studying this sort of stuff, I became a millionaire at 27 years old, changed my entire life. And so a lot of what I'm going to share with you are habits that I have learned are so important that I've got to do them every day, every week, every month. They're non-negotiable and I want to pay this forward and share them with you so that you can also become a millionaire in your life. So let's dive in. Number one, habit number one is the habit of goal setting. The habit of goal setting. Now I know you know about goal setting, you heard it a million times. It is so important that I have to mention to this, this to you as one of the most important things. Because nobody becomes a millionaire by accident. And maybe, maybe some people do, they inherit it or they have a special gift or talent. But for most of us, it's gonna require intentionality. It's gonna require you to have a goal. First, number one, I'd say having a vision. The vision is the big picture of your life, the vision of how your life's gonna be 10 years, 20 years from now. Oftentimes, your vision might even be a little bit unrealistic. That's okay. You want to dream big when it comes to your vision. You might have a dream for your vision of your life that you want to have tens of millions of dollars. You want to travel the world. You want to have multiple homes. You want to have sports cars. You want to be able to give uh, in incredible ways to different causes in the world or solve some big problems in the world. Um, you want to be able to give and support your family and your friends. You want to enjoy a life of luxury. Whatever it might be, you've got to have a vision for that because it's your imagination that is your life's coming, the preview of your life's coming attractions. And without a vision, people perish. So you've got to have that vision. But the goal setting, are you breaking down that vision into yearly goals, quarterly goals, monthly goals, and maybe even weekly goals? Because to become a millionaire, you've got to be laser focused. You've got to be focused on what you want. If you don't know what you want, then how are you going to even know if it passes you by? If you don't know what you want, like that's like getting into a car and not even having any idea of where your destination is. If you don't know where you're going to go, you're just going to end up driving around. You're going to get lost. You're going to get confused. So you've got to have your destination and you've got to be clear and specific about what your goals are. So I say this is a habit because goal setting is something that you don't just do once. It's not like a New Year's resolution. Oftentimes when people set their New Year's resolutions, they forget about it a week later. And when it comes to next year, when they look back at their resolution, they didn't stick with it. And we're going to talk about that here today, but you've got to break down your goals, okay, and know your vision and break it down into yearly goals. I always have multiple goals that I'm focused on at once. I've got business-related goals. I've got financial-related goals. I've got you know many different goals that are even related to my business and finances about how much money I want to make, how much money I want to save, how much money I want to invest this year, uh, what do I want to accomplish in my business, what projects do I want to do, how many videos, how many podcasts do I want to put out every single month. Those are goals that is a habit that I discipline myself to do on a yearly, monthly, and even weekly basis. So this is key. And also when, you come, when it comes to setting goals on a weekly basis, which is part of your planning process that you've got to be organized in your life, which is a good thing, you've got to have the ability to prioritize your goals. 
Because look, every week, every month, there's a million things that you could do. You have to have the ability and the habit of prioritizing and identifying out of everything that I could do, this is the most important thing that I could be doing right now that's gonna lead to that long-term vision that I have to become a multimillionaire. So goal setting is key. When you set goals, you have to check in on those goals on a regular basis, ideally every single day, to remind yourself of what you're focused on so that you don't get distracted, right? You don't kind of jump from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. One thing I learned from Brian Tracy, someone I studied a lot when I was a lot younger, he said, you got to know your goals so well that if someone were to wake you up in the middle of the night and start shaking you, get up, get up, get up. What are your goals? What are your goals? You got to be able to say it to that person right then and there without having to think about it. That's how well you have to know what your goals are. And the more that you obsess and focus on them, the more likely you are to achieve them. So that's a habit that you've got to master. And that's number one. Number two is the habit of focusing on your why, your purpose. Because what's going to determine whether or not you achieve your goals is the reasons that you have to take massive action. Because if you don't have any reasons, if you're not motivated, then you're not going to do anything to move towards that. So a lot of people, they have goals, but they don't have the motivation. They don't have the fuel for the fire that's going to sustain them in order to achieve them. This is where your why is so important. And this is a habit. Let me explain this this to you. You got to get into the daily habit of reminding yourself why you're doing this. Because to become successful, it's not easy. There's going to be challenges. You have, you know, it's much easier to be lazy, sit around, watch Netflix, play video games, and not do what you have to do to become successful. And often, you know, if you're watching this right now, you probably already have an idea of things that you should be doing that are going to lead to you becoming more successful in your life. But the reason why you don't do them, the reasons why you procrastinate, is because you don't have a strong enough why to do it. You're linking in your mind more pain to doing it than not doing it. And that's, that's essentially what procrastination is. And so it's not until you want it bad enough. It's not until this becomes something that you'll do whatever it takes. You'll find the way. You'll make the way. When you have that level of ambition, hunger, and desire, then everything will move out of the way. You will, you will create the success. You will be resourceful. You will overcome the challenges that show up. You will wake up early. You will stay up late. You'll burn the midnight oil. You'll do whatever you have to do to create success when you want it badly enough. And that's a key habit and difference of people that are successful, people that are millionaires, and people that aren't. People that are millionaires, it's not that they're lucky, it's not that they are you know, smarter or anything like that, it's because they just wanted it more than the next guy. And so you've got to find what your why is. Now, for me, when I say about habit to make this more practical for you, I like to make a list. I, I've shared this before in other videos to make a list of a hundred reasons why I will achieve this goal, why I will do whatever it takes. And part of you will struggle with this, right? Because part of the ego, it doesn't want to change. It wants to preserve its identity. It wants to stay in its comfort zone. And so maybe once you get to reason number 20 or 30 or 40, you might start running out of reasons of what, you know, uh, why you want to achieve your goal. And that's when you have to push yourself to go beyond that, to really solidified, these are the reasons that I'm going to do whatever it takes to achieve this. But when you have that list of reasons, one thing I like to do is I like to read a few of them every single day. Every single day, I print it out, you know, I maybe put it, you know, in my wallet, put it on my bathroom, you know, bathroom mirror, whatever I got to do to constantly remind myself why every single day I'm doing this, why I'm fighting, why I'm hustling. That's going to put fuel on the fire and ensure that I keep taking massive action. 
And so some reasons that I had that really motivated me, number one was not having money growing up and saw the pain of that in my family, the pain and the missed opportunities and the stress and essentially the, um, the, the, the destruction of uh, my, my parents' marriage, you know, a lot of fights around money. And so for me, one of my reasons was I never want to go through that. You know, I no longer want to live in this pain. I don't want to have poverty in my life. Um, I don't want to ever grow up and have kids one day and have them go with go through what I went through. Uh, I want my kids to have better opportunities than I did. I want my kids to have access to a better education, a better environment, a better upbringing. I want my kids to be able to travel. I want to be able to travel, see the world. I don't want to miss out on this incredible abundance in life that you know, is such a gift, a gift to be able to experience and not be able to experience it because I didn't figure out how to make money in my life, how to become a millionaire. Um, you know, part of my reasons and motivation was so that I could live the life that I've always wanted to live. You know, I could travel the world. I could live in a beautiful home. I can enjoy a nice car. I can enjoy nice things. That motivated me. Another reason for me was so that I could learn and grow and actualize my potential because I didn't think struggling financially and being in poverty would allow me to do that. I figured, you know, if I become more abundant and figure out how to make money in my life, then I can invest in the best coaches and trainers and courses and information and resources, all of that that can contribute to me growing and, and being the person that I want to be. Part of my reasons was so that I could become a leader in this world, someone that could be a giver, someone that can make an impact, pay it forward, leave this planet better off for me being here, you know, leaving people in this world better off. That's one of my goals and one of my missions and reasons why I do what I do here at Project Life Mastery. Sometimes my reasons were trying to avoid pain. You know, I no longer wanted to live on my friend's couch, you know, and be embarrassed from that. You know, I no longer wanted to, you know, go out with a girl and not be able to pay for dinner, you know, being embarrassed of that and trying to figure out ways to, you know, save some money here and there and, you know, the pain of that or not being able to take care of my family, my wife one day and, you know, maybe eventually dying alone. You know, one thing that I also do is I had to make it so important for me and I had to exaggerate the reasons most often. You know, I had to maybe tell myself that, man, when I become a millionaire, my life's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be so happy. It's going to be so incredible. And the reality of it is, you know, it's not going to make you happy. It's not going to, you know, be what you make it to be in your mind. But I had to, I had to convince myself of that to put in the time and make the sacrifices to get there. I even had to exaggerate the pain. I had to tell myself, man, if I don't achieve this goal, then I'm going to be homeless. I'm going to live on the streets. I'm not, you know, maybe I'm going to get cancer one day or some, you know, horrible disease, but I'm not going to have the money to get the best doctors, the best treatments, the best resources that could help save my life. And I'm going to end up dying of something because I didn't achieve this goal. That's how important that I had to make it. And I know it might sound crazy, but I had to exaggerate the reasons. I had to make it even more important than it really is. Now, you can debate whether a million bucks is a lot of money in this day and age, you know, depending on where you live in the world, a million bucks doesn't even buy you a house. And, you know, it's not definitely not worth what it was, uh, what it used to when I was growing up and maybe what you're growing up. And so maybe for you, it's making $5 million, $10 million, you know, being a multimillionaire in your lifetime, which is definitely very achievable because there's more millionaires happening every single day than ever before because technology and, you know, all the things that are available for us that can help us get there a lot faster. But knowing what your why is, knowing what those reasons are, printing it out, writing it out, reading it out loud every single day, reminding yourself of that, that is going to be a key habit in helping you become a millionaire. 
I'm reminded of you know a great winner, excuse me, like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, you know, one of the greatest winners in all of sports. He would look for things to motivate him. He would even make things up. And I remember uh, watching the documentary The Last Dance on Netflix. Highly recommend it. It's a great glimpse into the psychology of a winner. He would make things up. He would make up that this player said this to him and he would use that as motivation. He would look for every little thing that he could, take everything personally just to motivate himself to, to go above and beyond, to give 110%, to outperform everybody else to win the championships that he did. So it's the same kind of thing is that you got to make up reasons. You got to exaggerate reasons. You got to do whatever it takes to get yourself to doing what is necessary to create the success of becoming a millionaire. Habit number three is the habit of massive action. Massive action. Because look, massive action is the cure-all. Massive action is the holy grail. Everything else that we talk about is useless unless you're taking massive action. And massive action is a habit. It's a muscle that you build every single day. Every time that you take action in your life, every time you do something that's important, that's gonna move you towards the better future, the life that you want. Every time you do that, and especially when you don't wanna do it, you're building that muscle, you're getting stronger, you're exercising it, it becomes a lot easier. And then you get confidence from that. Your self-esteem goes up and then you can take on bigger problems, bigger goals, bigger challenges in your life. So taking action is key. Taking action is one of the most important habits that will lead to success. And the big challenge that we have today is there's a lot of people that consume information on YouTube podcasts or they read books. They're feeding their mind. That's a great habit. We'll talk about that. But they're not doing anything with it. And if you're not doing anything with it, if you're not implementing what you're learning, then it's going to be pretty much useless because knowledge is not power. It's only potential power. Knowledge is only power to the extent of it being used. The real power is taking massive action. So look at your days. Every day you have an opportunity to take action, to check off more things on your to-do list, to read, to go to the gym, to invest, to learn about investing, to learn about business, to take action in your business, marketing, all these things. You have an opportunity to do that. The more action that you take, the sooner that you're going to get there. If you half-ass it, if you take a little bit of action, you're never going to achieve your goals. You're never going to get to where you want to be. Reminds me of the movie, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. That guy wanted it so bad. You know, he was struggling. He had a lot of pain. If you remember the movie, Um, You know, he was struggling for his family. He was homeless at one point, getting evicted. He went through massive pain and that pain motivated him to take massive action. And he realized when he got an opportunity to do uh, phone sales, to do cold calling, he realized that if I call more people than everyone else, he did the math and realized if I make more phone calls, I'm going to get better success. I'm going to get more results. He even realized that by holding the phone up, and not putting it down to make the next call would save him a certain amount of time each day. And that one little thing made a huge difference in allowing him to call more people, take more action than everyone else that he is competing with. It was that mindset, but it comes back down to his why, his purpose for doing it. Because whether or not you're taking action, again, whether or not you're procrastinating is gonna be based on how bad do you want it. So that's why that's a key part of the, the uh, of making everything else work that you're gonna learn in terms of becoming a millionaire. Okay, so take massive action. It is one of the most important habits that you have to master to become a millionaire. Habit number four, this is a good one. 
the habit of reframing failure and disappointment. What do I mean by that? Look, becoming a millionaire is not easy. There'll be challenges, there'll be failures, you'll make mistakes. You're gonna make poor decisions that is gonna waste you time and money. You're gonna have goals that you're gonna set for yourself that are not gonna to come to fruition. Many things that you expect are not gonna work out the way that you wanted them to. That's called life and that's called the pursuit of anything. That's called the process of success. Now, everybody that has become a millionaire or become successful has gone through that, okay? It's not unique to just you. I've gone through it. Everyone that I know of that's become successful has gone through what I just described. The difference though, the difference of those that make it beyond that and those that just give up, those that let it affect them is how they interpret those experiences in their life. It's their perspective, their perception of failure and disappointment. So you could have, you know, you could set a goal and it maybe it doesn't work out the way you thought. And maybe you wasted money, you lost time, and you could feel very discouraged, very disappointed in that. In that moment, you have a decision to create a meaning of that event. You can make it mean that it's over, I failed, uh, this is not for me, I can't succeed, I'm not good enough. You can run that whole, that whole pattern of not being worthy and, and, and give up and be discouraged by that and let that pain prevent you from taking more action in the future because you wanna protect yourself from feeling that pain again. Or you can interpret it and reframe that event as something that's positive. You can look at it as a learning. You can look at it as a gift. You can look at it as a blessing and an opportunity for you to grow. You can look at it in a more empowering way. Now, look, it might be true. It might be 100% true that you, know, you lost money, you lost time and all that. But by focusing on that, let me ask you this. Does that really serve you? Does that really empower you in your life? Does that make you feel better? Does that make you feel like taking more action and pursuing your goals and dreams? Or does it discourage you? Does it make you feel like you wanna give up? Or by looking at the positive in a situation, how does that make you feel? Does that serve you? I would argue a thousand percent that it does. You know, so you have that choice. How you wanna look at it is your decision that you get to make. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, I recently had an experience. I hired a lawyer to help me with some immigration stuff and, you know, paid $5,000 for, the, you know, to, to get started on some work with this lawyer. And I had spent about a month taking massive action, getting everything ready for this lawyer, for her and her team to go through. And unfortunately, this lawyer, uh, we got to a point where she just stopped responding to me. 
and you know I'm a little bit concerned because I have a deadline and you know a certain goal that I'm trying to accomplish and they're just not responding to me. And so I email her and I get no response and I okay I'm maybe you know something going on in her life I'm not sure what that might be I don't like to make assumptions and so I'm just gonna get you know be a little bit patient I reach out another week hey just want to check in want to follow up on my last email no response and so I decide to wait a little bit more I don't know maybe it's an emergency maybe something happened follow up again no response no response no response and a month goes by and I haven't heard from this person I'm starting to get a little bit concerned and I had to make a decision that, you know what, I have to move on. I've got to, I got to take this loss. I've lost the money. I lost the time. But I had the choice to reinterpret that in a more empowering way because I realized by looking at it as the loss and I lost five grand and, you know, da, 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 all that sort of stuff, I could let that discourage me. I could let that bring me down or I could choose to look at that in a more empowering way. And that's what I decided to do. I decided, you know what, what can I learn from this? What's the gift in this? You know, this is going to help me find a better lawyer, hire better in the future. It's going to help me do more due diligence in the future. I know what to look out for. I know how important communication is and I can make sure that I, you know, I can pay attention to any, any red flags that there might be with someone else in the future. And so this can actually be a gift for me in helping me avoid the situation from ever happening again, happening again. Maybe the gift in this is that this is teaching me to be more in an abundance mentality that understanding that, you know what, sometimes there are losses and there's things like that that do occur, but it's an opportunity for me to practice living in abundance. It's an opportunity for me to look at things in a more empowering way and not be reactive and be affected by those things, right? Or maybe this is an opportunity to get some motivation right now that sometimes things like that that occur can motivate me to take more action or make better decisions in the future. So by looking at the positives, by turning a negative experience into a positive experience, it changed the way that I felt. And that encouraged me to keep going because one of the biggest reasons why most people don't become millionaires, they have the goal, they have the ambition for it, but they go through the inevitable disappointment, pain, frustration, and failure, but they interpret it in a disempowering way. And as a result, they give up. They stop taking action, they stop focusing on their goals, their vision, their why, they get skeptical, they get closed off, they're trying to protect themselves, and they just give up on this whole pursuit of success and the dream of becoming a millionaire, and then they create all these reasons and rationalizations and stories to justify why it's not for them, you know, and they judge other people that are millionaires or more successful because it makes them feel bad about themselves, and they've just given up on their life. Versus the people that are successful, they go through that, but they look at the positive, they keep moving forward. It's not... You know, it's not, you know, what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. The cliche quote. So that's such an important habit because, look, there's going to be a lot of those experiences and every day is an opportunity for you to practice, for you to practice having that positive attitude, that positive mindset with everything and you especially got to practice that habit when it gets difficult, when it's a bigger failure, a bigger challenge in your life. That's really when you really have to implement what I'm talking about here. Okay, so that's such an important habit that I want to make sure that you guys really get. And I talk a lot about this and some of these other ones a lot more in depth here on my YouTube channel on Project Life Mastery or on my podcast if you're listening. And so I want to take a little break and just a reminder for you to subscribe to my channel if you're enjoying this content. For more from me, check out different playlists that I have. I'll link to some of that in the description. And if you're enjoying this, of course, I love your support. If you give me a thumbs up to let me know that uh, I'm adding some value to your life, I really appreciate that. Okay, let's dive into the next one. The next habit is the habit of daily learning. 
the habit of daily learning. Now, you've heard this, you know about it, you're doing it right now. I commend you for that. Daily learning, reading books, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, finding online courses, training programs, mentors, resources that you are going to invest your time and maybe even your money so that you can get to where you want to be a lot faster and a lot easier. That is a key habit that I've implemented since I was 17 years old that has changed my life. I can't even express to you how much it has changed my life. So I talked earlier about if you want to be successful at anything, you got to model success. So if you want to be a millionaire, find people that are millionaires. They've written books. There's dozens and dozens of books that are available from millionaires sharing their wisdom, sharing their experience, sharing their knowledge, passing that on to you so that you don't have to go through their lifetime of what they went through. You can benefit from that by reading their book or listening to the podcast or watching the video, getting the course. Those are all things that help you accelerate and compress decades into days. So, you know, I've done another video where I go into um, some of my top book recommendations for becoming a millionaire. I'll link that for you guys as well because I want to make sure you benefit from that. But a lot of the content that I share is things that I've experienced and things that I've learned, but also what I've learned from other people. So the more that you can learn, the more that you earn, right? Um, and of course, taking action with it, the holy grail of what I talked about before is crucial. But I found for me by constantly feeding my mind with you know uh, books and podcasts and YouTube videos and courses, all of that, making that a constant in my life every single day, it rewires your brain, man. It, 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 it's like uploading belief systems into your brain of other people that are millionaires and you're seeing the commonalities of like, okay, they, you know, they pay themselves 10%. You know, they do this every single day. They wake up early, all of this. And, and why they do it is, is, is reinforcing that in your psychology so that your behavior and your actions will manifest as a result of those new beliefs. So I found that that is critical. Also, it motivates you every day just by feeding your mind. It gets you more motivated, more focused on what you're trying to accomplish and why you're doing it. So I think that is so important uh, for me. You know, going to seminars, workshops, hiring coaches, going through online courses, especially when it comes to business, has been so crucial for me because, you know, for me, when it comes to learning internet marketing or business, I find a lot of books and a lot of podcasts, YouTube videos are not really actionable and you're not really investing much into it. So you don't take it as seriously as you really should. But I found for me, by investing in a course where it's like video number one, this is what to do, this is how to do it. And then the assignment is now take action and do it. And don't watch the next video till you did it. That work has always worked incredibly well for me because it has this added layer of accountability and breaking down the roadmap and the steps so that I'm actually applying what it is that I'm learning. I think that's a crucial thing that um, is really important, especially for those that struggle taking action with what they learn. So I like courses and, and experiences that can guide me in the imp implementation of what I'm learning, which I think is really key. Okay, habit number six is the habit of long-term thinking. The habit of long-term thinking, so important because becoming a millionaire is a long-term pursuit. It's not gonna happen tomorrow. It's not gonna happen overnight. It's not gonna happen over the next 30 days or even the next year, most likely. It's a long-term pursuit. And to become a millionaire, you have to make important decisions that in the moment might not seem like it's that important. But over a period of time of making those decisions, it can transform your entire life. And so the challenge is most people, they make decisions with their time and with their money 
on things that give them immediate gratification, short-term pleasure. And it's very easy to do that. It's very easy to, you know, if you have the weekend free, you know, it's very tempting to spend that, you know, going outside, going on a hike, being out in nature, hanging out with friends, hanging out with family, having fun in your life. It's very tempting to take your money and buy the newest iPhone, the, the newest video games, um, you know, spending it on a vacation, spending it on things that give you immediate pleasure. But the challenge with that is you're getting that pleasure, the gratification in the short term, but there's an opportunity cost because you can instead use that time and use that money and sacrifice it for something that can benefit you more in the future, long term, and delay that gratification so that you can enjoy that gratification five or 10 years from now. That is a key habit. That is one that changed my life, is I had to understand that there's a price that you have to pay to become successful. And I had to make the decision, do I wanna pay that price? And that price is that I have to make a sac- I have to make sacrifices in my life. I've gotta sacrifice the time. You know, the time that I could spend watching Netflix, hanging out with friends, uh, you know, having fun in my life. I would have to sacrifice that. I have to give some of that up and instead give up some of my evenings, my weekends. My friends would invite me out. Hey, what are you doing this, what are you doing this weekend? You know, this amazing thing we're gonna do. Do you wanna come? I had to say no to that because I had to be focused on creating my business, creating my success, creating my future, and be willing to pay that price. I remember one time I was in, I was in Thailand, um, Koh Phangan, which is an island where they have full moon parties. And I, you know, I was traveling around Southeast Asia for a few months, but I was really focused on building my business. I had a friend come visit me from Vancouver. And you know, we did have some fun together, but there was this full moon party and parties that he wanted to go through, go to. And I was like, no, man, I can't. I've got to work on my business. I, I had to give up on a lot of the fun that I could have enjoyed, that my friend, he was willing to have that pleasure, that gratification, but I was not. I, I was focused on where I wanted to be, and I was willing to give up a lot of that fun because I knew that down the road, five or 10 years from now, I'll be able to do whatever I want once I become successful. I'll be able to travel the world, have all the fun, be retired if I want to. I can... I can be, do, have, and experience everything that I've ever wanted if I'm willing to pay that price right now. So that's very challenging. Nobody wants to hear that you have to make sacrifices, but it's true. Sacrificing some of your time, some of your money, um, you know, and that comes down to how bad do you want it? Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to give up some of that time? Are you willing to, you know, burn the midnight oil? Are you willing to work late? Are you going to willing to wake up early? Are you willing to take risks and chances and do things that a lot of other people are not willing to do because successful people do what the failures won't do. So thinking long-term is key. That means saving money, working hard, maybe living below your means. That's why I had to live on my friend's couch. I had to make a sacrifice. I was in credit card debt. I had to get out of that. And I realized, man, if I sell my car and to take the bus instead, if I move out of my apartment that, you know, I can't really afford and move in with my, my friend, live on his couch, then I can save this amount of money. I'll make that sacrifice because I'm thinking long-term to get myself out of the situation because I know I'll be so much further along by doing so. So thinking long-term, making those sacrifices is key. The last one, the last habit, guys, is the habit of surrounding yourself with success. This is so key because who you spend time with is who you become. You are the byproduct of the five people, the average of five people that you spend time with. So if you're hanging out, your five friends and family members that you hang out with are 
broke, lazy, lacking ambition in their life, they're not motivated, they're unhealthy, they you know, are negative, they're depressed, all of that sort of stuff, that is going to influence you. That's gonna affect your belief system, your energy every day, your mindset, uh, your actions and habits, all of that's gonna be affected by the people that you spend time with. It's very difficult to overcome your environment. So even if you are taking the right actions, if you're in this environment, like for example, I've worked with a lot of people that are young and they live with their parents. I was remember living with my parents. It was not the healthiest environment. I was trying to do everything right, but just the negativity and, and the doubt and the criticism and all of that that I received, that was influencing me in such a big way that it kind of canceled out a lot of the things that I was doing. It wasn't until I had to get out of that environment. I had to go out and move out on my own and become independent. That helped in a huge way because then I could start to create and manufacture a more empowering, supportive environment and find other people that were like-minded on the same path as myself and people that were more successful, people that were millionaires. And I went on this journey of finding and seeking them out. Because I realized that if I really want to become a millionaire, the fastest, the best, the easiest way to do that is to spend time with other millionaires. Because look, if you had five friends and they're all millionaires, they're all successful, that is now going to influence you. The conversations that they're going to have, the ideas and the business ideas they're going to talk about and the suggestions and the maturity level that they're going to have and the actions they're going to be taking in their life, that's going to create pressure on you. That's going to make you more motivated. That is going to translate to you. It's infectious. It's like osmosis that automatically you're going to start following in that same path as they are because human beings, we want to remain in rapport with people that we respect, people that we like, know, and trust. We want to remain in rapport and connection with them because you don't want to lose that person's love. You don't want to you know, uh, have them not respect you. And so that's going to create pressure for you to raise your standards to their standards. And that habit alone of finding and seeking and spending time with people like that changed my life in so many ways. Now, it's easier said than done. I get that. It's not easy to find millionaires and spend time with them and befriend them. This is something that takes many years to do. Um, for me, when I was 21 years old, I, by the way, I think the best way to do this is to add value to these people rather than trying to take from them, rather than just sending them a DM on Instagram, hey, will you be my friend? Hey, will you mentor me? That's the worst way to go about it because that turns people off because now you're a taker. You want to be a giver. So when I, was seven, when I was 21 years old, I did an event in Vancouver, Vancouver, Canada, and I rented out the YMCA and I started you know, um, calling other people and emailing other people that were successful, that were professional speakers. And I said, hey, I'm putting on this event. I'm going to have 100 people show up. I want to invite you to come and speak. I'm going to add value to you so that you can have this great audience that you can speak to, you can promote your product, your service. And I recruited them and I was very convincing and I found something that they valued to get in front of an audience, to build their brand, to reach more people. And I had you know 10 or so different speakers that came out that were all successful people. And then I filled the room, promoted it, got 100 people that were there and that gave me access to those people. I was the host of the event and put it on and organized it, but it was a win-win. You know, they, they benefited massively from it because they had 100 people to speak in front of, share their message, promote their business. And for me, I was able to befriend them. I was able to connect with them and build a relationship. And I, I can share with you countless stories. I've done other videos talking about this, but even one of the ways that I met Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, one of my mentors, someone I look up to, I added massive value to him. 
You know, he had a big launch going on, a new product that he has this mission. He wants to reach more people, impact more lives. And so I decided I'm going to support him with that. I'm going to promote it. I'm going to help him reach as many as I could. And that led to the opportunity of me going to Fiji and spending time with Tony at his resort, right? Just by adding massive value to him has allowed me to get access to it. Other, other millionaires, you got to pay. You got to pay them for their coaching. You got to go to their events, their seminars, or you read their books, you go through their courses. You're trying to learn as much as you can from them and ideally get in proximity with them in person. That's the most ideal. But if you can't, read their books, watch their content, do everything that they have available, their courses, their trainings, and immerse yourself in that so that you can benefit just by being around them in that way. So these are seven habits, guys, that have led to my success, changed my life in so many ways beyond just becoming a millionaire. And there's actually a lot more, but I think these are some of the most important ones. Uh, some of them are not really talked about that often with finding your why and goal setting. And I want to really make sure that I emphasize you know, what I've shared here because I think these are things that are constantly on my mind and things that when I look back at my life that I've just always prioritized doing every single day. So if you enjoyed this video, I want to thank you so much for your time, first, first and foremost. But if you enjoyed this, uh, I'd love it for you to give a thumbs up. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Leave a comment below. Let me know what are some of the most important habits that you've been implementing in your life. What are some of the most important habits? Maybe something that I mentioned here or maybe not. Uh, but let me know in the comment section below. I'd be really curious what that is. And by the way, if you want more from me, I've got a free gift for you guys I want to share. I got actually two gifts for you and I'll link them in the description. One is got, I've got a mastermind cheat sheet. This is a cheat sheet that I put together on how to create a mastermind group or be a part of masterminds. A mastermind is you surrounding yourself with the other people that are successful and being around that. And so I've got a free PDF that I want to send to you. If you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash mastermind cheat sheet. Again, I'll link that below. I think that can really benefit a lot of you guys. The second one is I've got a morning ritual cheat sheet. This goes into some of the morning ritual habits, some of which that I mentioned here, but even beyond that, some morning ritual habits that you can implement every single morning into your life that can not only create more success, but rewire your brain, help you set goals, help you be more motivated each day, and just help you become unstoppable in your life. So to get access to that, just go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash cheat sheet. That's the morning ritual cheat sheet. Two uh, free gifts for you guys, but uh, I'll link those below for you as well. Thank you so much. I wish you massive success. God bless, and I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.